Hey guys, and welcome to my first podcast. I'm still trying to figure out how this thing works, so bear with me. Um, But I wanted to create a platform where all of my Bible studies are stored in one place and also give an opportunity for us to talk and gain a better understanding of God's word together. Um, I won't be before you long, so I'm just going to jump right into it. Um, The title of this Bible study is called Despondency, and I will get into that definition a little later on in the study. But um, just to give you guys a little back context, earlier today I was listening to scriptures of encouragement, um, scriptures about the victory we have because of Christ. And uh, one of the scriptures that sat with me was Ezekiel 37, so chapter 37, verses 11 through 12. It almost immediately resonated with me. The thought I had concerned hope. And later on today, um, or actually I'm recording this at, uh, what time is it? 12.02? So yesterday, um, uh, I was in Bible study. And, um, you know, I was sitting in Bible study and I couldn't help but write down the thoughts and the scriptures that had come to mind earlier that day. And I think my pastor actually had said something to trigger it. And I was just, I couldn't stop thinking about it. So I don't advise that you do this during Bible study, but I was taking my own notes on what was coming to mind. Shout out to the Holy Spirit because he do be speaking. But I was writing down the scriptures that had come to mind and just reference scriptures that went along with that. And therefore this Bible study was created. So again, I said I wasn't going to be before you long, so I'm just going to jump right into it. I'd like to turn your attention to Ezekiel chapter 37, and we're going to focus on verses 11 through 12. And I pray in Jesus' mighty name that this word would resonate in the hearts and minds of those listening. So Ezekiel chapter 37 Verse 11 says, and I'm reading for the King James Version. Then he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dried up and our hope is lost. We are cut off for our parts. Verse 12. Therefore prophesy and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves, and bring you into the land of Israel. So the part that sat with me initially was the part of verse 11, which says, our bones are dried up and our hope is lost. So to give a bit of context, Ezekiel is staring out at a valley of dry bones. He and the Lord are having a conversation. Um, And though Ezekiel is staring at a physical valley of dry bones, the Lord is also bringing him a figurative or a metaphorical understanding that the bones are a representation of the people of Israel, that the people feel hopeless and dried up. In the study, or in my personal study, you know, prior to Ezekiel 37, we see that in chapter 36, the Lord is explaining to Israel that he will exchange their heart of stone and give them a heart of flesh. That in verse 37, He says he is going to, and he being God, says he is going to put his spirit within them. Well, one thing we know about God's spirit, according to John 6 and 63, is the spirit of the Lord is quickening and it gives life. So we can gather 
that submission to the spirit of the Lord is also submission to the will of the Lord. We know that according to Jeremiah 29, 11, that it is God's will for us to have an expected end or a future. Therefore, in him should we put our hope. Well, what is hope? According to our friendly Google source, hope as a noun is a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. So when our hope is lost, looking back at Ezekiel 37 uh, verse 11, we have lost the expectation of something we thought would happen. So here comes the personal story. Um, A few months ago, one Sunday, I had went up to the altar during altar call, and not shortly after, I could hear the voice of my pastor's wife speaking over me. She had been checking on me over the course of the last week or so at the time, and I could tell she knew something was up. If you know Sister Delgado, she will sniff out anything, like, quick. So I already knew she knew something was up. Well, at altar call that Sunday, She laid her hand on my back and started to speak over me. She told me that I had a spirit of despondency. And to be completely honest, I had no idea what that even meant. But of course, I was Googling after service, trying to figure out what she was even saying. And I realized what she had said was exactly the way that I had been feeling. So the word despondent as an adjective is when one is in low spirits from loss of hope or courage. I don't know why I said that word so weird. Loss of hope or courage. There you go. Boom. She hit it. The nail on the hammer, the hammer on the nail, whatever that saying is. But you see, the thing about calling a spirit by name is all of a sudden that thing starts acting up. It's like the movie where the scientist shines the light on the alien life form and it starts freaking out. Don't believe me? Go see the story of the man that was possessed with the demons that named itself Legion. It started freaking out when the authority showed up to cast it out. Here's the thing, though. According to Ezekiel 37 and verse 12, we see that God is in the business of restoration and reviving these bones. So he calls Ezekiel to prophesy over them. God being the God of restoration means that he can restore your hope. But we have to allow his spirit to guide us according to his will to have hope of that expected end Jeremiah 29 11 told us about. I'll give you another example. Martha, in John chapter 11, verse 22, or I'm sorry, John chapter 11, verse 20 through 22, we see that Martha had a loss of hope and courage. She told Jesus that if he would have just been there, Lazarus wouldn't have died. And I feel like most of us have actually been there. Jesus, if you would have just, then I wouldn't be feeling this way. Well, if we look at verse 22, it says that Martha, realizing the power and authority amongst her, said that she knew that despite the fact that her brother was dead, despite the fact that his body was already decaying, she knew that God can and will do anything according to his will. Martha went from hopeless to hopeful that the resurrection of Lazarus was the will of God. And indeed it was. So, I leave you all with this. Sometimes we find ourselves in seemingly hopeless situations, dead circumstances. However, if we deny our will and allow God to do His will, we can have faith and hope in knowing that there is a joyous future ahead, because there is one far greater than our present circumstances. So prophesy to the dry places, speak to the dead spaces, 
and say that it is God's will that I may have joy. It is God's will that I may have peace. It is God's will that I may prosper. So if these things are God's will, then I won't be here forever. His spirit will guide you and his spirit will restore your hope. So guys, if you made it this far, congratulations. I mean, honestly, thank you. I'm gonna try to be as consistent as possible and, and quite frankly, I'm really excited about this. I'm thinking about also recording the Bible studies I have on my Instagram. Also, if you guys have any Bible studies or you want me to do a question and answer style Bible study, I'd love to do that as well. Once again, though, I pray this touched whomever it was for, and I hope to hear from you all soon. Love you guys, and I'll see you on the next message.